Our sages tell us that converts to Judaism are called noble. They've left everything behind from the previous life and decided to start life fresh, following in the ways of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Welcome to the Transformative Daft. Today we are on page 3 Daft Gimel of Tractate Chagiga. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman and today we learn that we can all become converts to Judaism by breaking with our past and taking a track that was not path dependent on the way that we were brought up. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. When Hashem commanded Avraham to circumcise himself, he went to discuss the matter with his disciples, Aner Eshkel Mamre. Aner warned him, you should perform the mitzvah secretly. If your enemies hear about it, they'll attack you while you're in a weak state. Eshkol responded, This is a bad idea. You're not young. You're going to lose a lot of blood and it could prove fatal. Turning to Mamre, Avram inquired, And what do you say? Hashem saved you from a fiery furnace, Mamre replied. He rescued you miraculously from the warring kings. He has always been there for you. Why hesitate now? You must perform the mitzvah in the grandest, most public way possible. And as a reward, Hashem would later appear to Avraham on Mamre's property, Elone Mamre. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rava taught, What is the meaning of that which is written? How beautiful are your feet in sandals, daughter of the prince Nadiv. How pleasant are the feet, Raglehen, of the Jewish people when they ascend to Jerusalem on the pilgrimage festival, Regel. Daughter of the prince, this is referring to the daughter of Avraham, our forefather, who is called a prince, as it is stated. The princes of the peoples are gathered together, the people of the God of Avraham. Is he only the God of Avraham and not the God of Yitzchak and Yaakov? Rather, the verse mentions the God of Avraham as he was the first of the converts. Says Rashi, the nobles of the nations refer to the converts who nobly volunteered to accept the yoke of mitzvahs upon themselves. Adds Tosus, for he was commanded about circumcision in addition to all those who came before him. Let's analyze the Gemara. Avraham's acceptance of the mitzvah of bris mila at the hoary age of 99 was certainly impressive. But really, who fulfilled the mitzvah in a worthier manner? Avraham, who circumcised himself at 99, or Yitzchak, who was circumcised as a baby. Think about it. Many people undergo operations well into their 90s, and the truth is, Avraham lived until 175, so he was really only middle-aged when he circumcised himself. But you'll say, well, Yitzchak didn't actually choose to undergo circumcision. After all, he was just a baby circumcised by Avraham. Undoubtedly, Avraham was the ultimate hero in both instances. Certainly, he accepted God's command to circumcise himself at an advanced age. That wasn't easy. But it was no less easy to take his precious baby boy and inflict a wound upon him. Can you imagine how difficult it must have felt for Avram to hear the cries of his newborn while he subjected him to a physically unessential operation? Of course you can. You may have performed the very same act yourself on your newborn child. As a parent, it might have been difficult to watch and endure, but you did it. Because that's what we do. What began, and undoubtedly, as an excruciatingly psychologically painful experience has become routine and par for the course. But from a completely objective space, you can see why it's not so simple and obvious that we should all just perform the mitzvah without thinking twice. 
Avraham was called the noble one because he was the first to fulfill mitzvahs. When the Midrash tells us that Avraham consulted with Aner, Eshkel, and Mamre, our sages want to demonstrate that it wasn't an easy decision to make. There was no question that he would fulfill Hashem's word, but Aner, Eshkel, and Mamre symbolized the voices inside Avraham's head speaking his own insecurities and feeling his personal mortality. If it had come completely naturally to him, then it wouldn't have been considered such an enormous act of faith and obedience. But despite whatever misgivings he may have felt, he yielded his will to the Almighty's bidding. The Sfasemus explains the connection between the Jerusalem pilgrims, Avraham, and converts. Our forefather was told, Lech lecha, go out from the country of your birth to the land that I shall show you. Every time a pilgrim leaves the comforts of his home behind and heads off to Jerusalem, he reenacts the original journey of our patriarch Avraham. That's also the metaphysical journey taken by proselytes who join our people. They leave everything behind and make the pilgrimage to Hashem's spiritual abode. Just like our patriarch Avraham, who made a conscious decision to accept the yoke of mitzvahs upon himself, any individual who chooses the path of Torah mitzvahs is similarly deemed noble. And as the children of the noble one, every one of Avraham's descendants is able to perform even the most challenging of mitzvahs without thinking twice. But how do we personally become noble if indeed we were simply born into it? Just like Avraham and all the nobles who followed, the key is to chart a path in life that's not merely a case of going with the flow, but where you actively choose to do something extraordinary. It means making decisions that might not come naturally to you, but will impact you and your offspring for generations to come. Those choices will be different for every one of us. Just like the decision to perform a bris on a child might not seem like a major accomplishment to most of us, despite the fact that it really is, there are some mitzvahs that will pose major challenges for one person while being a breeze for another. Let's say you've turned down a major business deal because it meant meeting with the potential client on Shabbos. From an outside, completely objective perspective, that would be considered incredibly meritorious. But if anyone asked you, you'd probably brush it off and say it was no big deal. There was never any question of you meeting that person on Shabbos. When I go to Minion each day, do I choose to do so? Not really, after all. I'm a rabbi. I'm always expected, contractually, to be there. And the truth is, I've been going ever since I was a young child because that's how I was brought up. But a congregant who wasn't brought up with it and wrestles with the snooze button, eventually pulling himself out of bed to get to shul, has made a conscious decision. And that choice has the power to impact his family for generations to come. Whether he's taking his own sons to show once they're of age, or his daughters are seeing him and deciding it's important to marry husbands who will attend a daily minion, that individual has now become noble. It's not only about shul and ritual mitzvahs, you can become noble in any aspect of your life. Maybe you grew up with parents who quarreled and were constantly critical of you. The natural course of life would take you down the same path. You could end up in an argumentative marriage, unconsciously inflicting psychological pain on your spouse and children on a daily basis. Or you could choose nobility and break the chain of abuse. Your decision has the power to impact generations. Perhaps your nobility lies in this, the decision to allocate time to learn Torah. 
Perhaps your nobility lies in the decision to be patient with your children. We all have natural predispositions and areas of Taramithras with which we struggle. May you overcome your nature and nurture and become eternally noble, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.